Welcome to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you are an end user, power user, or administrator frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes happening in SharePoint Online and Office 365, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, you can expect easy, insightful, and actionable steps that will help you correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Office 365. And now, your host, Greg Zelfand. Hello, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven, and welcome to episode number eight. And today we're going to be talking about the topic of mapping SharePoint document libraries as network drives. Specifically, I would like to provide you with a few reasons why you should stop mapping SharePoint document libraries as network drives. Uh, let me first explain the whole issue, what this whole argument is all about. In the old days when we had files residing on a file shared somewhere uh, on a network drive, you know, typically your IT team would just create a map. They would essentially take a letter from the alphabet, G, K, U, any other letters, and create a shortcut to a particular uh, section of your file share. Uh, so for example, uh, within the organization, you might end up having obviously your C drive, and then you could also have like G drive uh, for all the company wide file shares and maybe U drive for your personal file share. And it really varied by the organization, right? You could have just have a few maps, if you will, or sometimes you had several really dependent uh, I guess on your security, you know, role, uh, permissions, uh, and the size of the organization. So this allowed, of course, any user to access uh, the files rather quickly. They would again just click on a particular, um, you know, letter, uh, a particular map, and it would be a shortcut to a set of folders for the company, their department, or maybe their personal files. Well, now we no longer have files residing on the file share. The files are now residing in the cloud. The files have been migrated to SharePoint Online if they're team files and OneDrive for Business if they're personal files. With that being said, I guess it's uh, very hard to break the habit. And what I observe many organizations do is map a particular SharePoint document library and pretty much create a very similar shortcut that they used to have when they had file shares and put that map, put that shortcut on user's uh, desktop, for example, right? So by clicking on the uh, particular map, particular letter, like, you know, K drive or G drive, users would, uh, in a way, uh, just access the files uh, in a SharePoint document library. And this brings us to the subject of this episode on why you should not really be doing that. Let me provide you with a few reasons why mapping SharePoint document libraries is a bad business practice. So first of all, by doing this, you are not really adding any value to your users. You're pretty much telling them, hey, keep working like you did for the last 20 years. There is really nothing new. There is really nothing exciting. Just keep accessing the files uh, just like you did for the last 20 years. And SharePoint, uh, specifically SharePoint Online, is very different from the file share. As a matter of fact, it's not really meant to be used as a file share. Uh, by driving people directly to the document library, uh, right to the Windows Explorer view of the files, uh, you really have your users missing out on many other features we have in SharePoint Online. 
the way SharePoint Online works, right? It's not just a file share. It's not just a document library uh, in SharePoint Online. Uh, you have site, you have actually many sites. Uh, and by giving users access just to the Windows Explorer portion of it, in my opinion, uh, doesn't do any good. In my opinion, your users will benefit tremendously if you were to introduce them to the other features of SharePoint, not just to the document library side of things, but also to the ability to create sites, uh, the ability to customize sites, etc. Another reason why you should stop the uh, mapping practice is because of uh, all the document management capabilities we have uh, within SharePoint Online, things like metadata, things like version history. This is not something the users will really be able to take advantage of if they keep going to Windows Explorer all the time to access the files in order to benefit from uh, and access the previous versions of the document or um, be able to take advantage of metadata. They really need to be online on a SharePoint site uh, and filter the libraries and custom lists accordingly. Now, another reason uh, for utilizing kind of the online experience versus the Windows Explorer experience uh, are all the other applications we have within Office 365 ecosystem, all right? Uh, remember, it's not just about SharePoint. It's not just about documents. Uh, we now have all these other applications within Office 365 ecosystem. Things like Teams, for example, things like Planner, uh, other applications. So again, if your users keep uh, accessing the files through Windows Explorer, uh, really does not add a lot of value versus if you were to introduce your users to Microsoft Teams and give them the ability to chat and collaborate within Teams, but at the same time access the documents through uh, the Files tab in Microsoft Teams, which in a way uh, allows them to access the documents on a SharePoint site connected to Teams. In my opinion, that would be a tremendous benefit versus the uh, Windows Explorer option. Another thing to consider is that the way SharePoint works is that it has lots of sites. You will end up with lots of sites. Whether you want it or not, you will still end up with lots of sites. It's not going to be just one site or two sites uh, with just one or two document libraries. You will have lots and lots of sites uh, because every time somebody creates a Microsoft team uh, or somebody creates an Office 365 group, right, you end up with a SharePoint site. So you will have files all over the place. And it's just not going to be practical for you to create maps to each and every document library you have out there uh, in SharePoint universe. All right, it's one thing if you need to map you know, one or two locations, one or two libraries, but you know, you will have lots and lots of sites. Even if you're a small business, you will still have lots and lots of sites, maybe a site for each project, et cetera, a site for each department, uh, team. So you will have lots and lots of sites. And not to mention, right, on each site, you can have multiple libraries. So if you do the math, it's just not going to be practical for you to map each and every document library. So what would be the alternative to mapping SharePoint document libraries? Well, obviously, you can access uh, SharePoint document libraries through uh, the few ways I already listed, right? You can just go to a SharePoint site and access the libraries that way. You can obviously access the libraries through Microsoft Teams. But usually the biggest argument I hear about mapping uh, SharePoint document libraries is the fact that uh, SharePoint does not play well with non-Office uh, files, right? If you have Word, Excel, PowerPoint, uh, OneNote, even a PDF, uh, you can easily open those documents up from 
uh, SharePoint and modify them. However, if you uh, have, let's say, AutoCAD files, right, right, some engineering files that require a specific program to open the files, or maybe you're working with Adobe Professional and need to open up a file in that special application, not just a, an Adobe Viewer. In those cases, right, if you open them up from SharePoint, uh, essentially, um, you're not going to be able to make any changes to those files. You might be able to view them, but you might not be able to make any changes because those require uh, a special application that typically resides on your computer. So in such cases, what I recommend as an alternative to map and drive is OneDrive Sync. All right. Uh, every library, every SharePoint document library can be synchronized to a user's uh, computer. And essentially, each and every user, what uh, they need to do, they just need to navigate to the uh, specific library in SharePoint, click that sync button, and that will synchronize, copy over the files and folders to their computer. And this will allow the users to open up the files uh, as if they reside on the user's computer, right? In Windows Explorer uh, kind of type of mode. And depending on how you synchronize, right? By default, it does this files on demand, which does not really synchronize the files. Uh, it just synchronizes the uh, structure, if you will, the file and folder names. It does not synchronize the files until you click on them. All right, so that's how it does it by default. Or if you disable that option, if you disable files on demand, it will actually physically synchronize the files to your computer. It doesn't really matter what you do. Uh, at the end of the day, you will have pretty much a nearly the same experience as with a mapping SharePoint document library. So you will have this Windows Explorer experience for those kind of unique situations when you need to open uh, those special type of files. And this way, your IT team does not need to worry about creating all these maps. Uh, pretty much every, each and every user will be able to just navigate to the library, um, synchronize it. It's just a one-time deal. What this will do, it will again, will synchronize the files over to the computer and it will establish a two-way connection between the two. Um, so essentially any changes in one place will magically happen in another uh, pretty much immediately. And this way the user can open uh, the Word Excel files either from uh, SharePoint Online or Windows Explorer and all the special uh, files, non-office files, maybe engineering files, AutoCAD files, or uh, maybe some special Adobe files, right? Uh, they can be opened uh, through Windows Explorer interface. So pretty much the end user will decide uh, what it is that they need to uh, access through Windows Explorer interface and uh, will synchronize uh, as necessary. So that's all I wanted to cover in this particular episode. Let me know if you have any comments or questions. I always like uh, to hear alternate opinions. So uh, if you do have a story to share, if you want to provide any feedback to me or comments, send me an email, greg at sharepointmaven.com. We'll be happy to discuss uh, the situation with you. That should do it for this particular episode. Uh, thanks again. As always, happy to see you on my YouTube channel as well as my blog, sharepointmaven.com. Please be safe and have a great rest of the day. Talk to you next week. Thank you very much for listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. 